I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Hello, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. Well, today at the recording of this podcast, it is September the 1st, 2021. Now, this is a special day for a couple reasons. One being that it is uh, the beginning of a new chapter. Guys, I just finished up my previous chapter, which was being the youth pastor at First Baptist Church in Venice, Florida. That has now come to a close. That finished up um, the end of August and today is September. So it is a new chapter. It is a new beginning. Um, Let me just say there are some terrific memories over the past eight years. I am feel so blessed to have been the youth pastor there. There's been so many students and so many parents and just so many volunteers and people that I've met and got to build relationships with over these past eight years. And it is, uh, it, it is just warms my heart, man. I, I just love the thought. I just love the memories. Um, terrific experience. And it seems like just yesterday that God was calling us out of our comfort zone to come down to Venice, Florida. Um, it was a strange place for us. We didn't really want to come. And I don't know if I've shared the, the, the story before, but I'll share it um, maybe later on. But it was a tough decision for me and, and my family to come down, but we did. And I'm so grateful that I was obedient. <laughs> I uh, wish I could say I was always obedient to God's calling, but that's not the case. But this was one of those moments where I was obedient to the call. I listened to God, and even though it meant getting uncomfortable, going to a strange place and being a little nervous, a little scared, um, feeling a little overwhelmed. I did it. And thankfully I did because God honored that. God blessed that. And it has really been a tremendous experience over these past eight years. So that chapter has come to an end. And now the, uh, the question that everyone has is, well, what's next? What is the new chapter? And uh, I don't have the answer 100%. Yes, there are some things that me and my family are working on and working towards, but it's not 100% finalized. We are trusting God. Uh, God is very faithful. When a door closes, God is very faithful in opening another one. And uh, He is definitely directing our path, and we're excited about that path. Um, Some of it I know, some of it I don't know, but I can say that we trust God and that we are very confident and very at peace with this next chapter. Something that others have asked, well, what about the podcast? Are you going to stop doing it? Are you going to keep doing it? Well, the podcast has really become something special to me. I've really, really enjoyed it. I've gotten some great feedback from some students, from parents, from just even random people in random places that have commented about how much the podcast has meant to them. So yes, I'm going to keep doing the podcast. Um, it's it's now on my own, you know. So it's it's completely me, uh, on my dime, on my time, on my energy. But I plan on continuing to do it on the weekly basis because I want to continue to have an impact through the podcast. And so I I ask and I pray that you guys continue to share the podcast and continue to. Um, send it to people that you think can benefit. And if you're benefiting from it, man, I would love to hear from you. You know, again, in the show notes, you'll find my email or you can find me on social media, but man, please let me know 
um, you know, if you have topic ideas or just what the podcast means to you, that would be greatly appreciated on my end. Um, so, so what else? What else is going to happen? Again, I, I, uh, I'll reveal more as time goes because I don't have all those answers. Uh, but again, like I mentioned before, I am so confident in God. And it's come through years of building that faith and years of trusting Him and Him always being trustworthy, Him always being faithful in years past. And as He does that, obviously that grows our faith. You know, when we go through a time and and He continues to to uh, answer those prayers and continues to guide our paths, then we obviously trust Him more the next time. And that's kind of where we are now, because when all this kind of came about, um, there were those a lot of uncertainty, and there were those moments of like, oh goodness, what what next, or what what's going to happen? How's this going to play out? And the thing that I always had peace about was, you know, what God is in control, and God is extremely faithful and I trust Him wholeheartedly, and that is exactly what has happened. He has continued to just, you know, close the doors, open the doors, continue to pave the path, and it has been awesome um, just being a part of it and just watching Him at work during this, during this transition phase for, for me and my family. So I will definitely keep you guys updated as, as things continue and as things progress and as maybe things change or we get new updates, of course, I will share those with you. Um, what else is going to happen? Well, for those that know, maybe some don't know, I have uh, a separate premium athletic brand, uh, apparel brand called Grid Army. And I'm going to continue to do that. I've had that for almost three years, and I'm going to continue to grow that. Uh, it's been a it's been a passion project of mine, and something that I am excited about, and want to continue to grow that. Um, you can check it out at gridarmy.com, or you can even look on social media at Grit Army and see more about about that brand. Also, we have our family YouTube channel, and we will continue that. That has also been a lot of fun for my family, just documenting our life. It's just us being us. I mean, we're not trying to be somebody that we're not. You know, sometimes it's funny stuff. Sometimes it's learning experiences, but it's just us doing life. And you're going to see a lot more of that in the future as, again, we begin to transition and kind of head into a, a new direction somewhat. So follow that, subscribe to that, turn those notifications on on YouTube so that you can stay up to date with the Murph Squad. That is the Murph Squad documentary and family vlogs on YouTube. So those are ways that you can stay connected and that we are going to still connect with you guys. Um, that That's not changing. Of course, you always reach out to me um, from social media, text messaging, uh, email. Um, don't ever feel like you can't touch base with me, okay? Because I, I still want that. All right. So uh, getting into today's podcast, okay, which that was part of it, right? I wanted to do an update so that's my life update. So how that leads into today's podcast. I have been going around the house and just kind of to myself and just uh, having this, this thought. It's a phrase that I'd heard. Day one, dollar zero. And I have just been like really ecstatic and, and excited though the last couple of days just going, it's coming, it's coming. Day one, dollar zero. Day one, dollar zero. <laughs> and uh, I was saying it a lot last night and yesterday and, <laughs> and so much so my, my sons are like, dad, what do you mean by that? Like, what are you, what are you saying? Um, so I began to explain it to them. And I'm not exactly sure who, who termed this phrase. I, 
I believe I heard it from a couple guys that have their own podcast, a couple entrepreneurs named Will and Eli. And yes, the name of their podcast is, yeah, Day One Dollar Zero. But for them, I've heard them say that it actually has two different meanings. For one of the guys, he was literally quitting a job, starting a new one, and it was Day One Dollar Zero, right? Starting from scratch, had nothing. And for the other guy, it was more of this mindset of day one dollar zero, how in the beginning, when you're starting something and you have literally no money and it's the day one, like you've got to get after it, right? Like you've got to hustle, you've got to grind. And so for all these people that are maybe in business or entrepreneurships or whatever, and they get comfortable because they see success, maybe they start work, they stop working as hard as they should be because they're comfortable. And because they're comfortable, they're kind of taking it easy and they're not grinding, they're not working as hard. And so for him, the mindset was, no, no, no. Every day, every single day is that day one, dollar zero mindset where we have to just get after it like it's a day one and we have no money. So that has been my mindset. Really both those combined. Um, day one, dollar zero. Today, I'm, I am unemployed, right? So it's day one, dollar zero. But yet I have these other avenues. I have the podcast that I've been doing, you know, set today, 72 episodes in. So it's not the day one of the podcast. Now it is day one of the podcast where it's completely mine. You know, I'm no longer, it's no longer part of a church. It's no longer being um, funded by a church. It is, it is all on my dime. It's all my, my time, my energy, um, so it's completely on me. So in that sense, it is dollar zero. And then Grit Army, right? I've had Grit Army for about three years. Um, so it's not necessarily day one, but again, it, this is a new phase. This is that new mindset of day one, dollar zero, and the same for the Murph Squad. So we're talking about the day one, dollar zero mentality and how that applies spiritually, okay? So Yes, you can apply that to entrepreneurship and just your mindset and even in sports, right? Having that, that day $1.00 mindset in sports where you don't get comfortable. Maybe you, maybe you earned that starting position. Maybe you finally made the team. Are you getting comfortable? Because I know you tend to work harder, at least I know I did, when I was trying to earn a spot on the team, or when I was trying to earn a starting position. You tend to work harder because Again, day one, dollar zero, you've got to grind. And sometimes people get comfortable. And you see that sometimes starters get comfortable. They don't keep that same mindset. So how does that apply spiritually? Well, when I think about, again, starting from scratch, uh, I think about it, multiple stories actually come to mind in the Bible. But one in particular, one of the first things that I thought of was Abraham. All right, this time he was still Abram early on, very beginning in, the, in Genesis. I'm going to read you the passage where it talks about him. It's Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. And it says, The Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your relatives, and your father's house, and go to a land that I am going to show you. And I will give you many descendants, and they will become a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name famous, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, but I will curse those who curse you. And though you and through you, I will bless all nations. So here's a man that God has said, hey, I need you to leave your country, to leave your land, leave your city, leave your home, leave your family, leave everything and go to a strange place. 
Now, that's one thing if that were to happen to us. But let's go back to the context. Guys, our boy Abraham, he didn't have Google Maps. He, he wasn't on the internet searching, okay, what does Canaan look like? Because that's where God's sending me. He's not pulling up the satellite view and checking it out and seeing what it looks like. And he's not zooming in and getting the street view and seeing what all the different areas are that he can go visit and go hang out, the hot spots. He's not looking at the topography map where he can see the layout and what he needs to prepare. He doesn't have the weather app where he can check to see what the weather's like. No, he is going completely blind. He has none of that information. There's no information to be had unless he goes on foot and gets there and sees it himself. Talk about blind faith. He is trusting God. I'm giving it all up. I'm giving up my hometown. I'm giving up my relatives. I'm giving up my home. I am going to a strange place with just what I can carry. Day one, dollar zero. Where are we going from here, God? He completely trusts God. He completely goes on that faith, trusting his God. Now, how did that pan out for him? Well, you need to read it, but it pans out really well. Okay, God blesses him, makes him the father of a nation. Now, was it all easy? Was it, was it this golden brick road that he gets to stroll all the way to this new place? No, no, there's lots of obstacles. There's lots of difficulty. There's lots of trial and error. Guaranteed the man was, was stressed. He was probably scared. He was nervous. He was uncertain. He got called out of his comfort zone. But God honored that. God blessed that. God told him he was going to be with him. And Abraham trusted wholeheartedly. And God was faithful. All right, what's another one? Well, that was our Old Testament. What about the New Testament? Again, there's so many different examples. But one, the first one that popped in my mind, that's kind of what I went with. I went, all right. What are the first two that popped in my mind? Abraham in the Old Testament. And then I think about the disciples, the four fishermen. They get called by God. I'm going to read that passage for you. It is in uh, Mark chapter 1, verses 16 through 19. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew fishing with nets for they were commercial fishermen. And Jesus called out to them, Come follow me, and I will make you fishermen for the souls of men. At once they left their nets and went along with him. A little farther up the beach, he saw Zebedee's sons, James and John, in a boat mending their nets. He called to them too, and immediately they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and went with him went with Jesus. Now, right before this, Jesus performed some miracle. They, they had been out fishing all day, commercial fishermen, and this day was rough, man. They didn't catch anything, nothing. They come back to shore. Jesus is like, hmm, come on, let's go. He gets them back at the boat. They're like, no, 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 man, look, this didn't work. We've already been out here. We know what we're doing. We're professionals. Jesus is like, all right, trust me, throw your nets here. Psh, yeah, right. Throw their nets in, Boom, it's like busting the nets. There's so much fish in this. Their boat is like sinking. They can't even hold all the fish. They're like, dude, who are you? What, what is going on? So they immediately begin to believe in Jesus and they listen to him. And he says, hey, I need you to follow me. Day one, dollar zero. They leave their jobs. They leave their comfort zone. They leave their families behind 
and they're following this man named Jesus. Day one, dollar zero, uncertain of the future, out of their comfort zones, not sure what's going to happen next, but just walking by faith, trusting Jesus. And I think, man, how awesome is that? Just trusting God, trusting in faith that He has their back, that He has their best interest. Now, again, we know the stories of the disciples was not an easy path. Wasn't like they just went off and became kings and famous influencers and God blessed them with all this money and popularity and power. No, they had a very difficult road. They were laughed at, humiliated. Sometimes they were homeless. They were beaten. Um, they were tortured. And pretty much all of them died as martyrs. So what kind of life is that? Well, it's a life of purpose. It's a life of meaning. It's a life of faithfulness because they trusted their God and their God used them in incredible ways. So here we are all these years later getting to read and getting to learn from them and their impact on history and on modern day is real and incomprehensible because of their faithfulness, because they stepped out on faith, because they were, well, they were willing to go day one, dollar zero. Look, we're all going to have those moments of new beginnings. Some are going to be crazy, crazy stories of just completely starting over, completely day one, dollar zeros. Some of you, maybe not so much. Um, some of you may have to do it because your family moves, your parents move. Maybe some of you, maybe you get kicked out of the house. Maybe you get fired from your job. Um, there's various things that may pull you into that scenario where it wasn't necessarily your choice, but now you're thrown in there and what do you do with it? Hopefully you've got a strong enough faith to say, okay, God, you've got me. I've got faith. Uh, I'm going to continue pursuing you. How are you going to use this for my good and for your glory? And then at other times, it's going to have to be you that steps out on faith. You're going to have to be the one that walks away and steps out like our fishermen and like Abraham and said, okay, I'm going to take the initiative because this is what God has called me to. Now, young people, please hear me say this, okay? This is my disclaimer. I'm not telling you to quit school, to leave your house and leave your parents behind and move to a new city or a new state or a new country. I'm not telling you to quit your current job because you need the money and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to trust God. Hey, this is an opportunity. I'm going to build my faith. No, I'm not telling you to do that. Please understand that. You know, yes, that may be an opportunity to grow your faith. Yes, that may be an opportunity to test. But that is, that is not what I'm advising you to do. I'm advising you to seek God. Now, if God is telling you and you're 100% confident that He is telling you to leave a job, to leave a family, to leave a home, to leave a relationship or whatever, then, then you need to do that. But make sure it's from God and not from the world or not from someone else. All right, but if God is calling you to do that, then you do need to be obedient and you do need to be confident that God is faithful, that God is in control. Now, sometimes it looks like the world's in control. You know, sometimes it looks like maybe certain people are in control of your life. But, but honestly, it's God. God is sovereign. God is in control. He is faithful. Guys, so those moments when you go through those day one dollar zeros, Trust God. Be prepared for those times because they're probably going to come to some extent. Some, you know, may not be great, maybe a small step, 
of, of day one dollar zero, but they're going to come. And at those moments, you need to trust God, keep your eyes focused on Him, and watch Him work miracles. Guys, like I said in the beginning, uh, this podcast is all on me. So I, I really hope and pray that you are sharing, that you are enjoying this, that you will pass this along to others uh, to help us grow. Um, I would greatly appreciate your support, your prayers during that as well. And guys, I look forward to seeing you, hearing you. Uh, again, email me, do something, reach out to me. I want to hear from you guys. And until then, I will see you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.